Hey, good morning. It's Friday. What? What? Wait, wait. What? It's Friday, and I can see blue sky. Blue sky is now grey, and the sun is up. The sun is out. It is lovely. Amazing. The sun will run its course like a champion today, and it'll be visible to us in Wales. How awesome. <laughs> uh, we're in uh, Genesis. We're coming to the end. Coming to the end, man. And it's... um. Chapter 42, verse 27 to chapter 45. And then we got Monday and Tuesday next week. And then the groups will we'll meet in our groups on Wednesday. So that's going to be cool, right? Um, that's going to be really cool. Um, yeah, so sign uh, sign up for, yeah, get, get on that form and uh, sign up. If you're coming or sign out. Tell us if you're not. That'd be great. Um, yeah, so we're in the middle of, um, like Jacob has sent his family to Egypt because the famine is great uh, to buy grain from there because they've, you know, because the the Lord gave Pharaoh the dreams and Joseph the interpretation. Um, you see the Lord's purpose is working in all of these things. It looks like disaster. But the, his purposes are working in there because he's got the plan and the view ahead. And uh, so Jacob and the other and his sons, who are Joseph's brothers, come. I don't recognize him, um, but he has sent them away to go get the youngest son. Yeah. Because he said, you're spies. Prove to me you're not spies by authenticating this perceived truth that you told me that you've got a brother uh, back home. Here we go then. So chapter 42, verse 27. Um, at the place where they stopped for the night, one of them opened his sack to get feed for his donkey. And he saw his silver in the mouth of his sack. My silver has been returned, he said to his brothers. Here it is in my sack. Their hearts sank and they turned to each other trembling and said, What is this that God has done to us? When they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened to them. They said, The man who was lord over the land spoke harshly to us and treated us as though we were spying on the land. But we said to him, We are honest men, we are not spies. We were twelve brothers, sons of one father. One is no more, and the youngest is now with our father in Canaan. Then the man who is lord over the land said to us, This is how I will know whether you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take food for your starving households and go. But bring your youngest brother to me so I will know that you are not spies but honest men. 
Then I will give your brother back to you, and you can trade in the land. As they were emptying their sacks, there in each man's sack was his pouch of silver. When they and their fathers saw the money pouches, they were frightened. Their father Jacob said to them, You have deprived me of, of my children. You have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more. And now you want to take Benjamin. Everything is against me. Then Reuben said to his father, You may put both of my sons to death if I do not bring him back to you. Entrust him to my care, and I will bring him back. But Jacob said, My son will not go down there with you. His brother is dead, and he is the only one left. If harm comes to him on the journey you are taking, you will bring my grey head down to the grave in sorrow. Now the famine was still severe in the land. So when they had eaten all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah said to him, The man warned us solemnly, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send your brother along with us, we will go down. If you will send our brother along with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. Because the man said to us, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. Israel asked, Why did you bring this trouble on me by telling the man you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our family. Is your father still living? He asked us. Do you have another brother? We simply answered his questions. How are we to know? He would say, Bring your brother down here. Then Judah said to Israel, his father, Send the boy along with me, and we will go at once, so that we and you and our children may live and not die. I myself will guarantee his safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before, set him here before you, I will bear the blame before you all my life. As it is, if we had not delayed, we could have gone and returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be, then do this. Put some of the best products of the land in your bags and take them to the, down to the man as a gift. A little balm and a little honey, some spices and myrrh, some pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put into the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and go back to the man at once, and may God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, so that he will let your brother and Benjamin come back with you. As for me, I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took the gifts and double the amount of silver, and Benjamin also. They hurried down to Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare dinner. They are to eat with me at noon. <laughs> the man did as Joseph told him, and took the men to Joseph's house. The men were frightened when they were taken to his house. They thought we were brought here because of the silver that was put into our back into our sacks the first time. He wants to attack us and overpower us and seize us as slaves and take our donkeys. So they went up to Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the entrance to the house. Please, sir, they said, we came down here the first time to buy food. But at the place where we stopped for the night, we opened our sacks and each of us found his silver, the exact weight in the mouth of his sack. So we have brought it back with us. We've also brought additional silver with us to buy food. We don't know who put our silver in our sacks. It's all right, he said. Don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your silver. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward took the men into Joseph's house. 
gave them water to wash their feet and provided fodder for their donkeys. They prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon because they had heard that they were that they were the, they were to eat there. When Joseph came home, they presented to him the gifts they had brought into the house and they bowed down before him to the ground. He asked them how they were and then he said, how is your aged father you told me about? Is he still living? They replied, your servant, our father is still alive and well. And they bowed low to pay him honor. As he looked about and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, he asked, is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? And he said, God be gracious to you, my son. Deeply moved at the sight of his brother, Joseph hurried out and took and looked, looked for a place to weep. He went into his private room and wept there. After he had washed his face, he came out and controlling himself said, serve the food. They served him by himself, the brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves. Because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is detestable to Egyptians. The men had been seated before him in the order of their ages, from the firstborn to the youngest, and they looked at each other in astonishment. When portions were served to them from Joseph's table, Benjamin portion, Benjamin's portion was five times as much as anyone else's. So they feasted and drank freely with him. Now Joseph gave these instructions to the steward of his house. Fill the men's sack with as much food as they can carry and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. Then put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. And he did as Joseph said. As morning dawned, the men were set on their way, sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, go after those men at once. And when you catch up with them, say to them, why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you have done. When he caught up with them, he repeated those these words to them. But they said to him, why does my Lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we steal a silver or gold from my master's house? If any of your servants is found to have it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my Lord's slaves. Very well then, he said, let it be as you say. Whoever is found to have it will become my slave. The rest of you will be free from blame. Each of them quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the steward proceeded the search, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this they tore their clothes. Then they all loaded their donkeys and returned to the city. Joseph was still in the house when Judah and his brothers came in, and they threw themselves to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, what is this you have done? Don't you know that a man like me can find things out by divination? What can we say to my Lord? Judah replied. What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered our, your servant's guilt. We are now my Lord's slaves. We ourselves and the one who was, who, who was found to have the cup. But Joseph said, far be it from me to do such a thing. Only the man who was found with, to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you go back to your father in peace. Then Judah went up to him and said, Please, my lord, let your servant speak a word to my lord. Do not be angry with your servant, though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. My lord asked his servants, Do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, We have an aged father, and there is a young son born to him in his old age. His brother is dead, and he is the one of he is the only one of my father mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, bring him down to me so I can see him for myself. And we said to my Lord, the boy cannot leave his father. If he leaves him, his father will die. But you told your servants, unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. 
When we went back to your servant, my father, we, we told him what my Lord had said. Then our father said, go back and buy a little more food. But we said, we cannot go down. Only if your, our youngest brother is with us, we will go. We cannot see the man's face unless your youngest bro brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, you know that my life, you know that my wife bore me two sons. One of them went away from me. And I said, he has surely been torn to pieces and I have not seen him since. If you if you take this one from me, too, and harm comes to him, you will bring my grey head down to the grave in misery. So now if the boy is not with us when we, when I go back to your servant, my father, and if my father, whose life is closely bound up with the boy's life, sees that the boy isn't there, he will die. Your servants will bring the grey head of our father down to the grave in sorrow. Your servant guaranteed the boy's safety to my father. I said, if I do not bring him back to you, I will bear the blame before you, my father, all my life. And now, please, let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy, and let the boy return with his brothers. How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, do not let me see the misery that would come upon my father. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants, and he cried out, Make everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers, and he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? For his brothers were not able to answer him, because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there has been famine in the land, and for the next five years there will be not there will not be ploughing or and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve you, for you a remnant on earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then it is it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household and ruler over all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all you have. I will provide for you there because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourselves and so can my brother Benjamin that it is really I who am speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honour accorded me in Egypt and about everything you have seen, and bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin embraced him, weeping, and he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterwards his brothers talked with him. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come, Pharaoh and all his officials were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this, load your animals and return to the land of Canaan, and bring your father and your families back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt and you can enjoy the fat of the land. You are also directed to tell them, do this. Take some carts from Egypt for your children and your wives and get your father to come. And never mind about your belongings because the best of all Egypt will be yours. So the sons of Israel did this. Joseph gave them carts as Pharaoh had commanded. And he also gave them provisions for their journey. To each of them he, he gave new clothing. But to Benjamin he gave 300 shekels of silver and five sets of clothing. And this is what he sent to his father, ten donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other provisions for his journey.
Then he sent his brothers away. And as they were leaving, he said to them, don't quarrel on the way. So they went up out of Egypt and came to their father, Jacob, in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive. In fact, he's ruler of all Egypt. Jacob was stunned. He did not believe them. But when they told him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts Joseph had sent to carry them back, him back, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. And Israel said, I'm convinced. My son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Oh, man. That's a bit of an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? Oh, it's so, it's so good. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. When he was sold into uh, slavery with the Ishmaelites. You know, what could he have possibly have thought about that, isn't it? Yeah, but no, it's about this. That the Lord's eyes are on the, yeah, the stuff of the future, isn't it? And this was, God did it. And it was to save many lives and to preserve a remnant. Yeah, it was to keep the church. Um, yeah, he did all of that for the church, um, which is amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, and so there'll be things going on in your life that you've, you're thinking, what the heck is going on? Um, but the Lord has the eyes, isn't it, that see everything. We've got blinkers on, limited by geography and uh, time, isn't it? Um, I can see to the end of my room, and that's about it, isn't it? I can see my family as I go home. I can see the church that is now. That's it. Um, but I, And yeah, it's just Cardiff, isn't it? In 2023, and it's a Friday. Yeah, but the Lord's eyes see everything. There's stuff maybe going on in your life, um, and you just have no idea. And you think it's for nothing, but it's not. Um, yeah, these stories are really encouraging and to help us. Anyway. Uh, enough of that. <laughs> Have a great day. Happy Friday. Lord willing, see you Sunday. I've uh, got two baptisms in the morning, which is going to be great. Um, and we've got some testimonies in the night on Sunday. But take care. Uh, the Lord be with you. Um, and enjoy the weekend. See you later. Bye-bye.